Welcome to Cancer Connection. I'm Sarah Humphrey. Uh, at this time, I would like to talk about, in your cancer battle, how important it is to have a support group. You have the Lord who goes before you, and it's important to have friends and family or church members or somebody that you can talk to and hang out with and get advice from, because it is going to make you feel better to talk to somebody. Uh, in my case, um, I had a, a I have a great family, and I have a, a great church family, and my husband was there for me whenever I needed him. So today we're going to ask him some questions. I'd like to introduce my husband, Jonathan Humphrey. Hey, everybody! Um, thank you for coming on today. Of course. Um, I was wanting to ask you, I know, I'm sure it was hard for you when I got the diagnosis, and, but you were certainly the strong one of that day. <laughs> it was kind of a mess. Uh, it was kind of a hot mess. Um, I just didn't want to do that in front of you. <laughs> oh, well, you certainly hit it well, I, I would not have guessed. Um, yeah, I didn't do want to do that in front of anyone either. That's why I went home. <laughs> mm -hmm. Uh but that was good. I got to spend time with the Lord, so that made me feel better. Um, right. But was that. Um, but also, you know, I had those difficult moments where I was on hormone blockers, so you never know what the hormones are doing. So I'd be fine one minute and crying the next minute. And, of course, I missed a bunch of work because I was feeling sick, and I would just come home, and I'd feel like I was going to lose my job because I missed so much work and... I just felt like such a failure, and I just ended up crying. But you you were always the tough one that I needed. And that, how did you keep it together when I was not? I also had a support group that I had started up when, when things first, when we first got the diagnosis for you. And I had sent a text to, I think it was like four or five guys, um, that I really look up to. I uh, respect them, and um, I feel like they're very well-grounded, and, um, well, for their age, they're wise. <laughs> uh, and um, I'm pretty close to them. So I had sent each of them an individual text saying, hey, I'd like to start this group message um, of guys who I can I can ask personal questions through this time um, and ask for your advice. And so every one of them, like right away, texted me back, yes, that, that's just fine. So I started this group message. And uh, so anything that I was wondering about or I needed advice on, I usually went to those guys first and I gave them just a real brief synopsis of the situation and I said, should I do this? Should I do this? What do you guys think? And uh, um, and those, those guys really were really helpful to me 
So, um, I knew you had enough going on. I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna bring any, uh, worries or, or concerns up to you as much as, as could be helped. Um, so like with your work and such times that you were missing work and you were concerned about that, uh, that was honestly the least of my my worries. I was more worried about you and uh, making sure you were healthy. Um, so I wasn't able to work overtime for most of that, but uh, like you said in your last podcast, God took care of us, and he sure did, because I don't know how financially we would have done it. So, um, so that's one thing, um, I kind of just kept, kept any potential issues away from you, um, so you wouldn't have to worry about it. Well, I certainly appreciate that. That made things a lot better (laughs) for me. Um, also, I just remembered, um, I don't know if, if anyone would be interested in this, but also in my... When I first started the cancer battle, I did start a GoFundMe page on Facebook mm. that helped a lot for anyone who wanted to help out. They certainly weren't obligated, but I was certainly blessed by it. So you may want to think about that. Yeah, my brother set that up for us as soon as we got the d- diagnosis. And uh, we had several friends. Um, my brother, I think, shared it. And then he gave me the link. and um, So I shared it a couple times. But... Uh, yeah, I didn't really want to go out just asking for money and such. So I kind of had an issue with that, but I talked with a few uh, men. They recommended I go ahead and, and post, so I did. And we had a few friends from from my past and Sarah's past, people we did, don't even really talk to anymore. They just happen to be friends on Facebook or a friend of a friend. Uh, I mean, there's names on there that I didn't even know who they were, and they donated, and that was... That was really a huge help, uh, especially right up front when we weren't really expecting these these really large bills all of a sudden. Um, it you know it just kind of deposited into our uh, checking account, and so we pulled that to a special savings that we kept a very close um, books on. And any time there was something we had to pay for, we moved it over to checking. We used our debit card covered it and that was really a huge help especially right up front when we weren't expecting those kinds of um, large charges that's true the lord was looking out for us for sure You know, one thing in my cancer battle I certainly appreciated about you among several things is is you always left it up to me and said, you know, I'm good with anything. And I really appreciated that. Um was talking to a lot of people at the hospital, not necessarily my doctor, but like people when I would go to have ultrasounds and 
and echoes and things like that. I remember I went to have an echo, and this lady said, you know what, if they tell you that you need a mastectomy, just do it because you don't want this coming back. And I thought about it, and I'm like, well, that's that's pretty <laughs> that's pretty true. Um, and, and we don't have children right now, and I don't think we're planning for that. So I didn't mind doing that way, and I, I think that worked out best for me. But I I appreciate that, um, I appreciate that you that you left things up to me. Well, again, I didn't want to add to your stress, so I didn't want to start giving my opinion that, you know, I'm not, I'm not making decisions on your body, um, something as serious as that that you have enough going on in your mind, so you can you can make that decision and whatever it was, I was supporting it. Well, I certainly appreciate that, and I do love that about you. I'm another thing that I remember. Another big note about this was that um, when I had gone through all the treatments and all the chemo and everything else, they mentioned that I would need to be on then on more on on more chemo meds for about ten years. And we're talking to you about it because I thought it was over. I had rung the bell, and this was supposed to be a big triumphant day, and I was just upset about it because now I was, when I thought this was over, and now I'm taking oral meds for 10 years, it was just overwhelming and disappointing. I remember talking to you about it, and you said, you know what, I don't think you should do it because I <laughs> I don't think you need it. And... And I thought about it, and I prayed about it, and the Lord told me something that he hadn't told me before, and something I didn't expect. He said, you need to listen to your husband. <laughs> he doesn't say that to her too often. And I said, I'm like, can you say that one more time? I just, I, I don't just, and he said, you need to listen to your husband, listen to him again. Okay. And so we talked about it, and it made sense, and I prayed about it, and, and the Lord gave me peace about it, so that's what I did. And I believe, and I truly believe I made the right decision, and thank you, sweetheart, for for helping me get there to that decision. And I'm thankful that the Lord laid that on your heart to share with me, and and that he, and that he gave me the advice to listen to you. Well, that actually came from you. Um, so Sarah has been keeping a journal since the very beginning, and she's been praying. She's been keeping a log of anything medical as far as dates and such, but she keeps a separate journal of just her conversations with God. And I haven't read this. Um, this is between her and God, but occasionally she'll she'll tell me something in these conversations. And... <laughs> She told me, um, like a year before, like it was even before the, the original surgery that the double mastectomy, when the doctors figured out that she was cancer free, she came to me and she said, you know, I've had this conversation with God and he has told me that I'm healed. And so we, we knew months before that first surgery that she was done. She was cancer free. She was done. <laughs> And we were, we were living in that faith. And so when she came to me saying that she needed 10 more years of a pill form of chemo, I was just kind of regurgitating that back to her. Like, no, you've, you've already finished this and, and we've already, uh, 
we've already come out on the other side. And so, you know, I wasn't really necessarily giving you my opinion. Um, it was more just repeating back to you what you had said like a year earlier. Um, but that was a frustrating day when you, <laughs> when you got to ring your bell. I was so mad. <laughs> so she, she went in for her last chemo and it was super exciting. And except it's in the middle of COVID. So I can't go in. I haven't been able to go in for, for months. And then, uh, at the very end of it here, go ring your bell here. Here's a, a pamphlet with all these medications and side effects and, you get to pick one that you want to take to manage side effects. And then she comes out from that last one and she told me that she got to ring the bell. I was I was so upset because I wanted to be there. I wanted to be there as part of that, but I didn't know they were going to do it that day. They had never mentioned that kind of a thing. But, um, but then she mentioned the pill um, chemo that they had recommended. And so you know, I thought about it. I was, I was already kind of upset, but I'm just keeping most of my thoughts to myself. (laughs) Which is unlike him, by the way. That's true. (laughs) And, uh, and after I had thought about it for a while, that's when I just repeated back to you what you had told me. Well, I'm thankful that I had you to do that for me, sweetheart. Yep. Yep, you're stuck with me. Well, you sure are my better half, but everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. I just want to go back to, again, the point about how important it is to have a support group of your own because they will help you so much and they will strengthen you mentally and emotionally and spiritually um, in addition to your spiritual walk. It is very important. So I would encourage you to reach out to church family to friends, to family. And if you don't have any of those things, they have online cancer support groups. Or you know what? Write me. I'm here. Write me. I will pray for you every day. And you know what? Send me a picture. I will put it on my wall. And you will be part of the prayer wall. The prayer wall for cancer patients. Send me a picture and and send me your story. And I will pray for you. Again, this is Sarah Humphrey, P.O. Box 2286. Kansas City, Kansas, 66110. Or you can email me at cancerconnectionpodcast at gmail.com. Send me your story and send me your picture. We'll see you next time on Cancer Connection.